in the manner just described, Srastani, created, Butani, the living beings, Pravista, having entered, Pankadatabhya, created, by the five gross elements, earth, water, fire, air and ether, Ekanta, onefold, as the overseer of the mind, Desanta, tenfold, as the overseer of the five senses of perception and five organs of action, Atmanam, himself, Vibhajan, dividing. Jusit, he engages, he causes the individual soul to engage, Gunan, with the material modes. Translation. The super soul enters the material bodies of the created beings, activates the mind and senses, and thus causes the conditioned souls to approach the three modes of material nature for sense gratification. Purport. The following is a summary of Srila Bhaktis and Hantasirasvati Thakura's commentary on this verse. The one super soul enters the gross material elements, earth, water, fire, air and ether and uses the activated material mind to subtly divide the sensory activities of the conditioned souls among the five knowledge-acquiring senses, the eyes, ears, nose, tongue and skin, and, by further gross division, the five working senses, the hands, legs, speech, genitals and anus. Because liberated souls have a strong tendency to serve the Lord, they are not attracted by the dualities of material good and evil. They derive their pleasure through devotion and love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who eternally enjoys his own transcendental pastimes beyond the material manifestation. When the conditioned souls forget their loving relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they develop illicit desires. Therefore, unable to serve the form, taste, fragrance and other aspects of Lord Vishnu, these souls become bound to the bitter fruits of fruitive activities. But if their love of Godhead is somehow or other awakened, the conditioned souls can dovetail all their sensory activities in the service of the Lord's transcendental pastimes. Actually, all materialistic activities are most undesirable. But the conditioned soul, under the influence of illusion, sees apparent distinctions between good and bad, pleasing and displeasing, and so on. The Lord, the Super Soul, having entered the collective and individual consciousness of the living entities, knows the heart of everyone. Therefore when a sincere soul aspires for spiritual perfection, the Lord frees him from material bondage and arouses his propensity to serve the Lord of Vaikuntha. Love of Godhead flourishes in the variegated flavors of transcendental enjoyment. In ignorance, however, the conditioned soul considers himself the proper object of service and thus misunderstands the entire existential situation. SB 11.3.5 Text 5 Text Gunargunan Sabanjana Atma Pradyadate Prabhahmanayamana Idam Srastam Atmanamaya Sabjit Word for Word Meanings Gune, with the modes, the senses, Gunan, the modes, the objects of the senses, Sah, he, the individual living being, Bunjana, enjoying, Atma, by the Supreme Soul, Pradyadate, enlivened, Prabha, the master, Manayamana, thinking, Idam, this, Srastam, created, body, Atmanam, as his own self, Ida, in this, Sabjit, he becomes entangled. Translation the individual living being, the master of the material body, uses his material senses, which have been activated by the super soul, to try to enjoy sense objects composed of the three modes of nature. Thus he misidentifies the created material body with the inborn eternal self and becomes entangled in the illusory energy of the Lord. Purport. In this verse the living entity is called Prabha, or master, because he is a minute part and parcel of the supreme master, Krishna. Similarly, in Bhagavad Gita, 15.8, the Lord has described the living entity as Isvara, the controller. Sararam yadhavapnoti yak kapiat kramatisvara grahit vedani samayati vayargantanai vasayat. The living entity in the material world carries his various conceptions of life from one body to another, as the air carries aromas. Srila Prabhupada has commented in his purport, here the living entity is described as Isvara, the controller of his own body. If he likes, he can change his body to a higher grade, and if he likes he can move to a lower class. Minute independence is there. The change his body undergoes depends upon him. This statement confirms the words Svamatra and Atmoprasadhe in text 3 of this chapter. If the Supreme Lord were to interfere with the minute independence of the living entity, there would be no question of the living entities engaging in the loving service of the Lord, since love implies a spontaneous free choice by the lover. Here the word Prabha, 
indicates that, just as a child, having received a toy car from his father, pedals on the sidewalk, imitating the father, who drives an actual car, the living entity pedals around the material universe in the innumerable material bodies selected for him by the Supreme Lord from an assortment of 8,400,000 species. Thus the living entity, infatuated with the false ego of the material body, creates a fearful situation in which he undergoes repeated birth and death, as described in the statement Bayamd Vityayadhinivesitahsayat SB 11.2.37. Srila Jivagasvami has given another explanation for this verse. If the word Prabha is taken to mean the Supreme Lord, the word Guna can be understood to mean good qualities, since Guna can refer to the material modes of nature or to admirable qualities, as in the verse Yasayasti Bhaktir Bhagavati Akin Kanasarvor Gunas Tatra Samazitsurah left square bracket SB 5.18.12 right square bracket. This verse would then mean that the Lord, by his transcendental qualities, Gunay, such as mercy, is able to relish the transcendental qualities, Gunan, of his pure devotees. Atmapratyadite would then indicate that by surrendering unto the Lord, who is the reservoir of all good qualities, the pure devotees become similarly endowed with godly qualities. The words Manayamana items Rastamadmanam would indicate that the Lord accepts the body of his pure devotee to be on the same spiritual level as he himself, as indicated in the verse Akariam Man Vijayanayan Navamanyidakarhisa left square bracket SB 11.17.27 right square bracket. The Lord is attracted by the loving devotional service of his pure devotees and thus becomes entangled in the network of their loving relationship with him. For example, after the Battle of Hiruksitra, when Krishna was leaving for his own city, Tvarika, the loving appeal of Maharaja Yudhisthira forced the Lord to remain for several more weeks in Hastinapura. Similarly, when the elderly Dakis of Vrindavana clapped their hands, Krishna would dance like a puppet, keeping time to their rhythm. In relation to this subject matter, Srila Jivagasvami has quoted a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam, 9.4.68. Sanhavo Hrdayam Madhyam Sanhunam Hrdayam Tizviatam Madanya Tenajanati Natam Tebhyam Managapi. The pure devotee is always within the core of my heart, and I am always in the heart of the pure devotee. My devotees do not know anything but me, and I do not know anyone but them. According to Srila Visvanathakravarti Thakura, the word Prabha may also be understood as follows. The word pra indicates prakarsina, or excessively, and bu indicates bhavati, or taking birth. Thus prabha indicates prakarsina devatiriyagadisabhavati sah, or repeatedly taking birth among the demigods, animals, human beings and other forms of life. Confirming the statement by Srila Jivagasvami concerning the Lord's attachment to the spiritualized body of a pure devotee, Srila Bhaktisadhanta Sirasvati Thakura has quoted the following verses from Ketanaya Karatamrata, Antaya 4.192-93. Dixakale Bhaktakaratmasamar Panasayakale Krishnatarkaratmasama. At the time of initiation, when a devotee fully surrenders unto the service of the Lord, Krishnat accepts him to be as good as himself. When the devotee's body is thus transformed into spiritual existence, the devotee, in that transcendental body, renders service to the lotus feet of the Lord. SB 11.3.6 Text 6 Text Karmani karmadhya karvan sanamibhanidhya bhrt tat tat karma phalam grahnan brahmadhyasikhadram Word for word meanings Karmani, various kinds of fruitive work, karmadhya, by the karmandriyas, the organs of action, karvan, performing, sanamibhani, which are imbued with motivating desires, diha, bhrt, the proprietor of the material body, tat tat, various, karmafilam, results of work, grahnan, accepting, brahmati, he wonders, iha, throughout this world, sukha, happiness, iram, and otherwise. Translation. Impelled by deep-rooted material desires, the embodied living entity engages his active sense organs in fruitive activities. He then experiences the results of his material actions by wandering throughout this world in so-called happiness and distress. PURPORT 
the argument may be given that, if a living entity were subject to the results of his previous activities there would be no scope for free will, once having committed a sinful action, the living entity would be bound in an endless chain of suffering, being perpetually subject to previous reactions. According to this speculation there cannot be a just and omniscient God, since the living entity is forced to commit sinful activities by the reactions of his previous activities, which were reactions to still previous activities. Since even an ordinary gentleman will not unfairly punish an innocent person, how could there be a God witnessing the helpless suffering of the conditioned souls within this world? This foolish argument can easily be refuted by a practical example. If I purchase a ticket for an airline flight, board the plane and commence the flight, once the plane has taken off my decision to board the plane forces me to continue flying until the plane lands. But although I am forced to accept the reaction of this decision, on board the plane I have many new decisions I can make. I may accept the food and drink from the stewardesses or reject it, I may read a magazine or newspaper, I may sleep, walk up and down the aisle, converse with other passengers and so on. In other words, although the general context, flying to a particular city, is forcibly imposed upon me, as a reaction to my previous decision to board the plane, even within that situation I am constantly making new decisions and creating new reactions. For example, if I cause a disturbance on the airplane I may be arrested when the plane lands. On the other hand, if I make friends with a businessman sitting next to me on the plane, such a contact may lead to a favorable business transaction in the future. Similarly, although the living entity is forced to accept a particular body by the laws of karma, within the human form of life there is always scope for free will and decision making. Therefore the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot be considered unjust for holding the living entity in human life responsible for his present activities despite the living entities undergoing the reactions of his previous work. According to Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura the influence of Maya is so strong that even in a hellish condition the proud conditioned soul thinks that he is enjoying life. SB 11.3.7 Text 7 Text Itham karma gadir gakan bhavab hadra vahah puman adhuta samplavitsarga pralayav asnut vasah. Word for word meanings. Itham, in this way, karma gadir, the destinations determined by his past activities, gakan, obtaining, bhavra adhadra, much that is inauspicious, vahah, which involve, puman, the living being, adhuta samplavit, until the dissolution of the created universe, sarga pralayav birth and death, asnut, he experiences, abasah, Helplessly. Translation. Thus the conditioned living entity is forced to experience repeated birth and death. Impelled by the reactions of his own activities, he helplessly wanders from one inauspicious situation to another, suffering from the moment of creation until the time of cosmic annihilation. Purport. According to Srila Madhavakariya, after hearing that the living entity is repeatedly subjected to birth and death within the material world, if one still considers such a helpless entity equal to God in all respects one will surely fall into the darkest regions of the universe, from which it is difficult to rise. SB 11.3.8 Text 8 Text Dabhukaplavasanvayaktamdravayadunatmakamanadinadhanahkalohayavayaktayapakarsati Word for word meanings. Bahu, of the material elements, a paplave, the dissolution, a san, when it has become imminent, viactum, the manifest cosmos, dravaya, gross objects, guna, and the subtle modes, atmakam, consisting of, anadi, without beginning, nidhana, or end, kala, time, high, indeed, avayakteya, into the unmanifest, apicarsity, draws. Translation. When the annihilation of the material elements is imminent, the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his form of eternal time withdraws the manifest cosmos, consisting of gross and subtle features, and the entire universe vanishes into non-manifestation. PURPORT In the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam Lord Kapaladeva teaches that the material nature originally exists in an inert state of equilibrium called Pranhana. When Lord Visnu casts his potent glance in the form of Kala, or time, material interactions take place, culminating in the variegated creation of the material cosmos. In this verse it is stated that at the end of universal time the same Kala that originally incited the female nature into a manifestation again withdraws the cosmos into its original state of inert non-manifestation. According to Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sirasvati Thakura, the time potency itself, 
Kala, is then withdrawn, and it merges into the Supreme Soul, who manifests himself, as the original cause of material nature, Anadiragirgavinda Sarvakiranakaranam left square bracket bees. 5.1 right square bracket. Such technical arrangements for creation and annihilation, birth and death, do not exist in the eternal spiritual kingdom of God. In the spiritual sky the variegated spiritual enjoyment of the Lord and his devotees is not hampered by the inferior cycles of birth, maintenance and destruction found in the material world. SB 11.3.9 Text 9 Text Sadavar Sahayan Avrastir Bavisayati Ilbana Buvitad Kalapasitis Narcolacum's Trimprantip Isayati. Word for word meanings. Sadavarsa, lasting 100 years, high, indeed, anavrasta, drought, bavisayati, there will be, albana, terrible, buvi, on the earth, tadkala, in that duration of time, apasita, accumulated, asna, whose heat, arka, the sun, lakan, the worlds, trin, three, prantapisayati, will greatly burn. Translation. As cosmic annihilation approaches, a terrible drought takes place on earth for 100 years. For 100 years the heat of the sun gradually increases, and its blazing heat begins to torment the three worlds. SB 11.3.10 Text 10 Text Padalatalam Word for word meanings. Padalatalam, the planet Padala, Irabhaya, beginning from, Sankarsanamukha, from the mouth of the Supreme Lord in his form as Sankarsana, Anilah, the fire, Datan, burning, Erdhavasikha, its flame going upward, Visvak, all the directions, Vardhit, grows, Vayuna, by winds, Iritah, impelled. Translation. Beginning from Patalaloka, a fire grows, emanating from the mouth of Lord Sankarsana. Its flames shooting upward, driven by great winds, it scorches everything in all directions. SB 11.3.11 Text 11 Text Samvertako Magagano Varsati Smasadam Samahdirabhir Hasti Hastabhir Liat Selalvirat Word for word meanings. Samvartaka, of annihilation, Magagana, hordes of clouds, Varsati, will reign, Smat, indeed, Sadam Samah, for 100 years, Dirabhir. With torrents, hasty hastabia, raindrops measuring the length of elephant trunks, liate, will merge, silal, in the water, virat, the entire universe. Translation. Hordes of clouds called Samvartika pour torrents of rain for 100 years. Flooding down in raindrops as long as the trunk of an elephant, the deadly rainfall submerges the entire universe in water. SB 11.3.12. Text 12. Text. Tato Virija Matsrachaya Virija Puruzon Rapaviactum visit Suxmum Nirindhana Ivanalah. Word for word meanings. Tada, then, Virijam, the universe, Utsrachaya, giving up, as his body, Virija Purusa, the personality of the universal form, Hiranayagarbha Brahma, Nrapa, O King Dimi, Aviactum, unmanifest nature, the Pranhana, visit, he enters, Suxmum, subtle, Nirindhana, devoid of fuel, Iva, like, Anilah, a fire. Translation. Then Varija Brahma, the soul of the universal form, gives up his universal body, O King, and enters into the subtle unmanifest nature, like a fire that has run out of fuel. PURPORT According to Srila Bhaktis and Hanta Sirasvati Fakura the word Varija in this verse indicates the totality of the individual conditioned souls who originally take birth from Brahma and are amalgamated back into him at the time of annihilation. By the manifestation of the Virat Purusa, the universal form of the Lord, there is a temporary display of forms, qualities and activities within the material creation. But the entire cosmic scene reverts to inert formlessness, when the creation is withdrawn by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore the Lord's universal form cannot be accepted, as an eternal form of the Lord. It is merely the temporary imaginary resemblance of His personal form within the Kingdom of Maya. In the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, as well as in the second canto, the universal form of the Lord is clearly explained to be an imaginary form offered to the neophyte for meditation on God. Those who are excessively materialistic are totally unable to understand that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is actually Saxidananda Vigraha left square bracket B's 5.1 right square bracket, or the eternal form of bliss and knowledge, transcendental to the exhibition of material energy. 
Therefore to encourage such gross materialists to become faithful theists, the Vedic literature instructs them to meditate upon the physical universe as the gigantic body of the Supreme Lord. This pantheistic conception does not reflect the ultimate reality of the Supreme Lord but is a technique to bring the mind gradually toward God. Srila Sridharasvami has quoted the following verse, as evidence that Lord Brahma is supposed to go back to Godhead at the time of annihilation. Brahmana satatasarvsamprapt pratisankar pirasayant kratatmana pravisanti parampadam. At the time of final annihilation all self-realized souls enter with Brahma into the supreme abode. Since Brahma is sometimes considered the best devotee of the Supreme Lord, he surely should obtain liberation rather than merely entering into the unmanifest state of material nature called Avayata. In this connection Srila Sridharasvami points out that there is a class of non-devotees who attain the planet of Brahma by performing Asvamedha Yajmas and other sacrifices, and in certain cases Brahma himself may not be a devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So the words Avayaktam visit Saksvam can be understood to indicate that such a non-devotee Brahma cannot enter the spiritual sky, despite having achieved the ultimate universal status of material expertise. But when Brahma is a devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead the word Avayaktam can be taken to indicate the spiritual sky, since the spiritual sky is not manifest to the conditioned souls, it may also be considered Avayakta. If even Lord Brahma cannot enter the kingdom of God without surrendering to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then what to speak of other so-called pious or expert non-devotees? In this regard Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Fakura has pointed out that there are three categories within the status of Brahma, namely those of Karmi, Jnani and Devati. A Brahma who is the most exalted Karmi of the universe will have to come back to the material world, a living entity who has achieved the post of Brahma by being the greatest speculative philosopher within the universe may attain impersonal liberation, and a living entity who has been awarded the post of Brahma due to being a great devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead enters into the personal abode of the Lord. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, 3.32.15, yet another case is described, a Brahma who is a devotee of the Lord but who has the tendency to think himself independent of or equal to the Lord may achieve Matavisnu's abode at the time of annihilation, but when creation begins again he has to return and again take the post of Brahma. The word used in this case is Bhigadrastaya, which refers to the tendency to think oneself independently powerful. The various destinations possible for such an exalted living entity, as a Lord Brahma definitely prove that any material position is worthless for guaranteeing an eternal life of bliss and knowledge. In Bhagavad Gita Lord Krishna promises that, if one gives up all other so-called obligations and surrenders to the devotional service of the Lord, the Lord will personally protect him and bring him back to the supreme abode in the spiritual sky. It is futile and foolish to try to achieve perfection by one's own strenuous endeavor and not surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna. Such a blind attempt is described in the 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita as Bahulaism, indicating that it is work in the material mode of passion. Brahma is the lord of passion, and his creation and management of the entire universe are certainly Bahulaism, or strenuous endeavor, in the most exalted sense. But all such passionate work, even that of Lord Brahma, is ultimately useless without surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna. SB 11.3.13 Text 13 Text Vayuna Hrtaganta Bhavsalilat Vayakalpatsalilam Tadtratarasam Jayanist Vayapakalpat Word for word meanings. Vayuna, by the wind, Hrta, deprived, Ganta, of its quality of aroma, Bhav, the element earth, Salilat Vayakalpat, becomes water, Salilam. Water, tat, by that, the same element, wind, hrtarasam, deprived of its quality of taste, jayatist vayapakopit, becomes fire. Translation. Deprived of its quality of aroma by the wind, the element earth is transformed into water, and water, deprived of its taste by that same wind, is merged into fire. Purport. Srimad Bhagavatam gives several descriptions of the material creation, by which air is expanded from ether, fire from air, water from fire, and earth from water. Now, in the reverse order, the creation is wound up. Thus earth merges back into the water from which it came, and water similarly merges into fire. SB 11.3.14 Text 14 Text 
Kritarupam to Tamasa Vayajayatah Prilayate Kritasparso Vakasina Vayar Madhasi Liyate Kalatmana Kritagunam Madha Edmani Liyate. Word for word meanings. Kritarupam, deprived of its quality of form, to, certainly, Tamasa, by darkness, Vaya, into air, Jayatah, fire, Prilayate, merges, Kritasparsa, deprived of touch, Avakasina, by the element space, Vaya. Air, Madhasi, into space, Liyate, merges, Kalaatmana, by the Supreme Soul in the form of time, Kritagunam, deprived of its tangible quality, Madha, space, Atmani, into false ego in the mode of ignorance, Liyate, merges. Translation. Fire, deprived of its form by darkness, dissolves into the element air. When the air loses its quality of touch by the influence of space, the air merges into that space. When space is deprived of its tangible quality by the Supreme Soul in the form of time, space merges into false ego in the mode of ignorance. SB 11.3.15 Text 15 Text Indriyani manobanihasata vekarakarn rapapravisanti hai hankarams vagunaravam admani Word for word meanings Indriyani, the senses, mana, the mind, bunih, intelligence, sata vekarake, along with the demigods, who are products of false ego in the mode of goodness, nrapap, o king, pravisanti, they enter, high, indeed, ahankaram, the element ego, stagune, along with its qualities, goodness, passion and ignorance, atom, ego, atmani, into the matatadva. Translation my dear king, the material senses and intelligence merge into false ego in the mode of passion, from which they arose, and the mind, along with the demigods, merges into false ego in the mode of goodness. Then the total false ego, along with all of its qualities, merges into the Matatadva. SB 11.3.16 Text 16 Text Isamaya Bhagavata Sargasthatyam Takarini Trivarna Vernatas Madhya Word for word meanings. Isa, this, Maya, material energy, Bhagavata, of the Supreme Lord, Sarga, of creation, Sthiti, maintenance, and ta, and dissolution, of this universe, Karagini, the agent, Trivarna, consisting of three modes, goodness, passion and ignorance, Varnata, has been described, Asmadya, by us, Kim, Wat, Buaya, further, Sradam, to hear, Ikasi. Do you wish? Translation. I have now described Maya, the illusory energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This illusory potency, consisting of the three modes of material nature, is empowered by the Lord for the creation, maintenance and annihilation of the material universe. Now, what more do you wish to hear? PURPORT King Dimi had expressed to the Namayajendras his fear of the illusory potency of the Lord and had requested a detailed explanation of Maya, so that he could avoid becoming a victim at her hands. Now, Sri Antariksa, having described the illusory potency, is suggesting that the king inquire about the means to become totally free of Maya's influence. Not waiting for the king to ask such a question, Sri Antariksa himself is suggesting, now that you have heard about Maya's influence, you should inquire about the process of becoming free of such influence. According to Sridharasvami, that is the significance of Sri Antariksa's question Kimbuyasradamikasi, what more do you wish to hear? The following is a summary of Srila Bhaktis and Hantasirasvati Thakura's explanation of the process of annihilation described in the previous verses. Vasudeva, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is the presiding deity of consciousness, which becomes manifest within the Matatadva. By further transformations of the Matatadva the threefold false ego appears, as follows. 1. From Vekarika, false ego in the mode of goodness, appears the eleventh sense, the mind, whose presiding deity is Anuruddha. 2. From Tejasa, false ego in the mode of passion, comes intelligence, whose presiding deity is Pradyamna, and the five working senses and five knowledge-acquiring senses with their various presiding deities. 3. From false ego in the mode of ignorance arises the subtle form of sound, and from that sound, or sabda, all the material elements gradually become manifest, beginning with ether and the sense of hearing. The presiding deity of these three divisions of false ego is Sankarsana. This description is taken from Chapter 26 of the Third Canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, verses 21, 27, 28, 30, 31, 32 and 35.
the Supreme Personality of Godhead's external potency, Maya, causes the birth, maintenance and destruction of the material world. She is tricolored red, white and black. In her red feature the material nature is created, in white it endures, and in black it is annihilated. The Matatattva arises from this Maya, and from the Matatattva come the three varieties of false ego mentioned above. At the time of annihilation the five great elements, namely earth, water, fire, air and ether, merge into false ego in the mode of ignorance, from which they were originally generated. The ten senses and intelligence merge into false ego in passion, and the mind, along with the demigods, merges into false ego in the mode of goodness, which then merges into a matatattva, which further takes shelter of the prakriti or unmanifest pranhana. As described above, each of the gross elements is wound up when its distinguishing quality is removed, the element then merges into the previous element. This can be understood, as follows. In space or ether there is the quality of sound. In air there are the qualities of sound and touch. In fire there are sound, touch and form. In water there are sound, touch, form and taste. And in earth there are sound, touch, form, taste and aroma. Therefore from ether down to earth each element is distinguished by the addition of its own unique quality, called gunavisism. When that quality is removed, an element becomes non-different from its previous element and thus merges into it. For example, when great winds take aroma away from earth, earth contains only sound, touch, form and taste and thus becomes non-different from water, into which it merges. Similarly when water loses its raza, or taste, it contains only sound, touch and form, thus becoming non-different from fire, which also contains those three qualities. So the wind takes away aroma to merge earth into water and takes away taste to merge water into fire. Then when the universal darkness removes form from fire, fire merges into air. Space then removes the sense of touch from air, and air merges into space. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, as the time element removes sound from space, and space then merges into the false ego in the mode of ignorance, from which it arose. Finally, false ego is merged into the Matatattva, which is merged into the unmanifest Pranhana, and thus the universe is annihilated. SB 11.3.17 Text 17 Text Shri Rajavaka Yuthatamase Varamayam Dustaramakrakat Madhyatarenti Anjastula Dio Maharsa Item Usayatam. Word for word meanings. Shri Raja Yuvaka, King Dimi said, Yatha, how, Item, this, Asvaram, of the Supreme Lord, Mayam, material energy, Dustaram, unsurpassable, Akradat Madhya, by those who are not self controlled, Tiranti, they may cross over, Anja, easily, Spuladaya, Persons whose intelligence is dulled by materialistic attachments, Matur said, O great sage, item, this. Usayatam, please tell. Translation. King Dimi said, O great sage, please explain how even a foolish materialist can easily cross over the illusory energy of the Supreme Lord, which is always insurmountable for those who are not self-controlled. Purport. According to Srila Sridharasvami, Svuladaya indicates those who ignorantly identify themselves with the gross material body and who are therefore unable to analyze the subtle laws of nature by which the soul transmigrates in illusion. Srila Jivagasvami comments that Svuladaya also indicates so-called pious persons who execute pompous religious ceremonies for material sense gratification rather than trying to prepare themselves to go back home, back to Godhead, by engaging in the loving devotional service of the Lord. According to Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Thakura, King Dimi was already an advanced devotee of the Lord and therefore knew that one can cross over the illusory energy, Maya, by surrendering to the lotus feet of the Lord and pleasing Him by pure devotional service. Therefore the king was asking the question for the benefit of those who falsely consider themselves very much learned but in fact are addicted to materialistic fruitive activities, which increasingly entangle them in illusion. In this regard Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Thakura has quoted from the Amarakosa. Dictionary to show that Akrakat Madhya indicates Aparnadvam, or one whose life is empty. Every living being has an eternal relationship with the supreme living being, Krishna. One may love Krishna by thinking of him, as one's eternal master, one's most intimate friend, one's beloved child or the object of one's conjugal attraction. Of course, such ecstasies should never be confused with ordinary, material emotions, which are perverted reflections of spiritual rases, or relationships. 
in the material world we try to relish these same relationships of servitude, friendship, parental love and conjugal love, but the object of such feelings is a temporary material body, which is quickly devastated by the laws of nature. These loving feelings should be directed toward the spiritual body of the Supreme Personality, Krishna, who is the reservoir of all beauty and transcendental bliss. One who has not learned the art of directing his love to Krishna is a purna, or one whose life is ultimately empty. According to Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura, one whose life is empty can also be called Mandadih, or one whose intelligence is crippled by lack of broad experience. King Dimi, a pure Vaisnava, was so kind that he asked, how can such cripple-minded people cross over Maya in the easiest way possible, since by nature they are very lazy in spiritual matters? SB 11.3.18 Text 18 Text Shri Prabhuta Yuvaka Karmani Iradhamananam Dukha Hataya Sukhaya Kapasiat Pakaviparizam Maguni Karinam Ranam Word for Word Meanings Shri Prabhuta Yuvaka, Shri Prabhuta said, Karmani, fruitive activities, Iradhamananam, making endeavors in, Dukha Hataya, for the elimination of distress, Sukhaya and for gaining happiness, Pasiat, one should see, Paka, of the result, Viparizam, contrary outcome, Madhuni Karinam, who are coupled as men and women, Nranam, of such persons. Translation. Sri Prabhupada said, accepting the roles of male and female in human society, the conditioned souls unite in sexual relationships. Thus they constantly make material endeavors to eliminate their unhappiness and unlimitedly increase their pleasure. But one should see, that they inevitably achieve exactly the opposite result. In other words, their happiness inevitably vanishes, and as they grow older their material discomfort increases. PURPORT Without the mercy of a pure devotee it is exceedingly difficult to free oneself from the bodily concept of life, which is the illusory basis of sexual attraction. SB 11.3.19 Text 19 Text Matayartadina vitina derlebhanatmam ratayuna grahapitaya Word-for-word meanings. Nataya, constantly, Ardidina, giving pain, Vitina, with wealth, Derlandhina, hard to acquire, Atmamratayuna, death for the self, Graha, with one's home, Apataya, children, Apta, relatives, Pasubhya, and domestic animals, Ka, what, Prita, happiness, Sanhita, which are gained, by that wealth, Kale, unsteady. Translation. Wealth is a perpetual source of distress, it is most difficult to acquire, and it is virtual death for the soul. What satisfaction does one actually gain from his wealth? Similarly, how can one gain ultimate or permanent happiness from one's so-called home, children, relatives and domestic animals, which are all maintained by one's hard-earned money? SB 11.3.20 Text 20 Text Evam lakam param vidayan nasvaram karmanarmadam satellites ahid vamsam yathamandalavartinam. Word for word meanings. Evam, in this way, lakam, the world, param, next, after this life, vidayat, one should understand as, nasvaram, impermanent, karmanarmadam. Created from fruitive work, satulaya, characterized by, the rivalry of, equals, atisaya, and superiors, vamsam, and bhagranation, yatha. As, Mandalavartinam, the rivalries, of minor rulers. Translation. One cannot find permanent happiness even on the heavenly planets, which one can attain in the next life by ritualistic ceremonies and sacrifices. Even in material heaven the living entity is disturbed by rivalry with his equals and envy of those superior to him. And since one's residence in heaven is finished with the exhaustion of pious fruitive activities, the denizens of heaven are afflicted by fear, anticipating the destruction of their heavenly life. Thus they resemble kings who, though enviously admired by ordinary citizens, are constantly harassed by enemy kings and who therefore never attain actual happiness. PURPORT Srila Sridharasvami has quoted the following text from the Chandajaya Upanishad, 8.1.6, Tadyuthiha Karma Sitolakaxayate, Evamivamitra Puniya Sitolakaxayate. One's present status of material pleasure, the result of one's previous work, will eventually be vanquished by time. Similarly, although by executing pious activities one will be elevated to a higher status in the next life, that future situation will also be vanquished. The basis of material enjoyment is the particular body one has acquired. 
the material body is karmasita, the accumulated result of one's previous material activities. If one is awarded a body decorated with beauty, education, popularity, strength and so on, his standard of material enjoyment is certainly high class. On the other hand, if one is ugly, mentally retarded, crippled or repulsive to others, there is very little hope for his material happiness. In both cases, however, the situation is flickering and temporary. One who has acquired an attractive body should not rejoice, since death will quickly bring an end to such an intoxicating situation. Similarly, one who has taken birth in an obnoxious situation should not lament, since his suffering is also temporary. The beautiful man and the ugly man, the rich and the poor, the educated and the foolish should all endeavor to become Krishna conscious, so that they can be elevated to their eternal constitutional situation, which is to reside in the planets beyond this material universe. Originally every living entity is inimaginably beautiful, intelligent, wealthy, and so strong that his spiritual body lives forever. But we foolishly give up this eternal, blissful situation, because we are unwilling to meet the condition for eternal life. The condition is that one should be a lover of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Although love of Krishna is the most exquisite ecstasy, surpassing by millions of times the most intense pleasure of the material universe, we foolishly break off our loving affair with the Supreme Lord and artificially try to become independent enjoyers in the material atmosphere of self-delusion and false pride. Even if one reaches the exalted heavenly planets of this universe he will be afflicted by various types of suffering. Every conditioned soul in the material world wants to become the greatest person. Therefore one is constantly harassed by his equals who have a similar desire. This situation is commonly termed the rat race of material existence. Even on the heavenly planets there is a similar rat race for heavenly distinction. Since some persons inevitably excel our own achievements, our hearts burn with envy upon seeing others enjoying the very rewards we have strived for. And because our whole situation is temporary, we must undergo fear, anxiety and death even on the heavenly planets. The example given here is very nice. Minor kings may be enviously admired by ordinary citizens for their wealth, power and fame, but such kings themselves constantly burn with jealousy, resentment and fear due to rivalry and threats from other kings. Similarly, modern politicians are constantly harassed by envy and fear. Srila Bhaktis Adhanta Sirasvati Thakura has pointed out that the conditioned souls, being eager to acquire material happiness and avoid distress, take shelter of sexual relationships and thus surrender to the hard labor of fruitive activities. Those who are enlightened, however, can perceive the ultimate futility of such gross materialistic endeavors. One's so-called wife, home, children, relatives, bank account and so on are all temporary phantasmagoria, and even, while manifest they can never give real satisfaction to one's senses. To acquire wealth in this world one is practically forced to become the pillar of his own soul. There is no possibility of acquiring pleasure from materialistic activities, since they are performed with temporary senses in the hot pursuit of temporary sense objects. When the conditioned soul achieves his goal he becomes proud and brags to others, as if his achievements were permanent. And when defeated he is submerged in lamentation. Such a tendency to consider oneself the doer is a sign of weak intelligence, since in fact the living entity is merely desiring within the material body. The body itself is moved by the forces of material nature, under the control of God. The relationships of master and servant, father and son, husband and wife entail exchanges of well-wishing and service that give a sense of material gratification, but such ephemeral devotion can never bring about the eternal absolute benefit of the soul. By such temporary gratification, Maya induces the conditioned soul to wander throughout the material world, pursuing the relative rewards of material nature. According to the subtle laws of karma, the living entity achieves happiness and distress. One cannot obtain happiness by force, no matter how strenuously or how long one tries. Therefore those whose intelligence is uncontaminated should surrender at the lotus feet of Krishna and give up the ludicrous pursuit of permanent material happiness, a pursuit which can be compared to a dog's chasing its tail. SB 11.3.21 Text 21 Text Tasmagurum prapadiyita jijnasahsriya adamam sabt perkanisnatam brahmani apasamasrayam. Word for word meanings. Tasmat, therefore, gurum, a spiritual master, 
Prapadita, one should take shelter of, Jajnasa, being inquisitive, Sri Ahadamam, about the highest good, Sabt, in the Vedas, Per, in the Supreme, Kas, and, Nisnatam, perfectly knowledgeable, Brahmani, in these two aspects, of the Absolute Truth, Apasamasrayam, fixed in detachment from material affairs. Translation. Therefore any person who seriously desires real happiness must seek a bona fide spiritual master and take shelter of him by initiation. The qualification of the bona fide gura is that he has realized the conclusions of the scriptures by deliberation and is able to convince others of these conclusions. Such great personalities, who have taken shelter of the Supreme Godhead, leaving aside all material considerations, should be understood to be bona fide spiritual masters. PURPORT According to Srila Sridharasvami, the word sapt refers to the Vedic literature, and pair refers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The bona fide spiritual master must be Nisnatam, deeply experienced in authorized Vedic literatures and in practical understanding of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Without scriptural knowledge and practical realization of the Personality of Godhead, a so-called Guru will be unable to dissipate the doubts of his disciples and therefore unable to execute the function of bringing the sincere student back home, back to Godhead. The symptom of realized understanding of the Vedas and Krishna is Apisamasrayam. In other words, the bona fide spiritual master is one who has retired from the glittering illusions of materialistic society, friendship and love. Within the material world one is certainly attracted to becoming a great intellectual, a powerful politician, the loving father of many beautiful and affectionate little children, a most honored welfare worker or a highly admired and successful businessman. But none of these material positions have a permanent basis, nor do they afford permanent happiness, because they are all based on the primary misunderstanding by which one identifies himself with the material body. Anyone can readily experience that he is not the body but consciousness. Even if one loses a limb of his body, he does not cease to exist as a conscious entity. Ultimately, the entire body is lost at the time of death, and the living entity acquires a new body. The preliminary understanding of one's identity, as consciousness is called self-realization. But beyond this elementary knowledge is the elaborate subject matter of how the soul came to exist within the cycle of 8,400,000 material species of life. And if the living entity is not the material body but consciousness, he must ultimately have an original status on a higher platform. Punishment implies reward also, a powerful man who can punish is also able to reward. Therefore, the existence of punishment for the living being, who is forced to take a miserable material body subject to birth, old age, disease and death, also logically implies the existence of a reward for him. Although we mistakenly consider material sense gratification the ultimate reward of life, material happiness is actually another type of punishment, since it entices one to continue rotating in the cycle of birth and death. In the Western countries violent prisoners are placed in solitary confinement, whereas well-behaved prisoners are sometimes allowed to work in the warden's garden or library as a reward. But any position in prison is ultimately a punishment. Similarly, the existence of higher and lower categories of material sense gratification does not explain the living entity's ultimate reward, which must constitute the natural antithesis of the punishment of material existence. That actual reward is an eternal life of bliss and knowledge in the kingdom of God, where there is no punishment. The kingdom of God is vacantha, or unconditional pleasure. There is no punishment in the spiritual world, it is a place of ever-increasing pleasure. A bona fide spiritual master is one who is expert in all of these subject matters, not by his personal imagination or speculation but by mature understanding of the authorized Vedic literatures, which are the literary manifestation of the causeless mercy of God. The Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, 9.3, Asradatvanah purusadharmasayasaya purantaprapraya mamnivardantmratayusamsaravartmani. Those who are not faithful on the path of devotional service cannot attain me, O conqueror of foes, but return to birth and death in this material world. Therefore the spiritual master must awaken the disciple to the eternal existence of devotional service. The example may be given that in the early morning a mother may enter her child's room to wake him up, so that he can attend school. The child does not want to get up, but the loving mother forces him to get up and sends him off to school to be educated. 
Similarly, the bona fide spiritual master awakens the sleeping soul and sends him to the Girukula, or the Asrama of the spiritual master, where he can be trained in perfect knowledge. If the disciple has doubts about the value of Krishna consciousness, the bona fide spiritual master must dissipate those doubts by superior knowledge. One who himself doubts the authority of Krishna or Vedic knowledge cannot become a bona fide spiritual master. On the other hand, Kebavipra, Kebaniasi, Sadrakina Neha slash Yani Krishna Tabhavena, Saiguruheya, left square bracket CC. Madhya 8.128 right square bracket any human being from any social or economic status can become a bona fide spiritual master, if he knows the science of Krishna. Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu said. Yerdekha, Terkaha Krishnata Padisa Amara Ajnaya Guruhana Tara Edisa. Instruct everyone to follow the orders of Lord Shri Krishna, as they are given in Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. In this way become a spiritual master and try to liberate everyone in this land. C.C. Madhya 7.128 Only by the order and authority of the Supreme Lord one can become a spiritual master, not by one's own so-called erudition. The duty of the bona fide gura is to connect the disciple to Krishna. A scholar or meditator has no potency to connect another living being with Krishna, if that scholar or meditator himself is not connected with Krishna. Although many sports fans attend gymnastic competitions and applaud at the exhibition of difficult talisphenic feats, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is not such a gymnastic spectator, and he does not applaud the talisphenics exhibited by foolish persons in the name of yoga. Nor is the Supreme Personality of Godhead impressed by mediocre attempts at philosophical speculation, since the Lord has already given his own opinion in Bhagavad Gita, Srinumi Parabam Vakah. The word of Krishna is Parabam Vakah, the last word in knowledge. And Krishna says, Yajjnat Vaniha when you know this knowledge there shall remain nothing further to be known. Krishna has also referred to his knowledge as Rajamhidaya, the king of all knowledge. If one does not become a lover of Krishna, his connection with Krishna takes place indirectly, through the illusory potency of the Lord. The idea that one can attract the Supreme Lord through mere gymnastics or foolish speculation on the absolute truth is certainly a product of Maya. One who is connected to Krishna through his external, illusory potency can serve only as a material master to connect his so-called disciples to the same illusory energy. On the other hand, in Bhagavad Gita, 9.13, it is said, Mahatmanas tu man partha devam prakritam asritah bhajanti ananayam anazovnatvabutadam avayam. Those who are actually great souls have surrendered to the internal potency of the Lord and can similarly connect others to the internal pleasure-giving potency. A Mahatma is described in Bhagavad Gita, as follows, Vasudam Vahsarvamidhi Samahatma Sudar Labhah left square bracket BG 7.19 right square bracket. He knows me to be the cause of all causes and all that is. Such a great soul is very rare. It is to such a spiritual master, who has reached the mature understanding that Vasudeva is everything, that one must surrender. According to Sri Narada Muni, Yodhidvan Sagyurahara, such a great soul is to be considered the external manifestation of Krishna himself. Krishna states this also. Akarayam man vijayanayan navamanyita karhisa navartaya badhyasuayita sarvadivamayogyura. One should know the Akaraya to be myself and never disrespect him in any way. One should not envy him, thinking him an ordinary man, for he is the representative of all the demigods. SB 11.17.27 According to Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura, if a spiritual master cannot destroy his disciples' doubts by superior knowledge, the disciple will gradually become despondent in spiritual life. Because a bogus guru cannot actually give Krishna to the disciple according to the principle of Razavarjam Razopayasaya, the disciple will again become attracted to material happiness, not having achieved the bliss of Krishna's association. Such a weak disciple of a weak spiritual master will gradually become hopeless and discouraged in his attempt at self-realization and will again become fascinated by the temptations of illusion, such as women, money and so-called intellectuality based on speculation and imagination. Further symptoms of the bona fide spiritual master are given in the Apatisamrata, 1, as follows. Vako vegan manasah krato vegan jiva vegan utera pastha vegan evan vegan yodhisahita dirah sarvam atamam prathivam sasasayat. A sober person who can tolerate the urge to speak, 
the mind's demands, the actions of anger and the urges of the tongue, belly and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over the world. Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura has stated, Apasamasrayam Kratilabhati Avasibudam. A bona fide spiritual master cannot be under the control of ordinary anger, greed and lust. According to Srila Bhaktisadhanta Sirasvati Thakura, one who has understood the futility of material existence can approach a bona fide spiritual master. In the two previous verses the futility of earthly and heavenly sense gratification has been described. Now, the natural conclusion is that one who has understood this should approach a bona fide spiritual master. The bona fide spiritual master broadcasts the sound vibration from the spiritual planets called Vaikuntha. The inhabitants of the spiritual planets, headed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself, are certainly not deaf and dumb, they are in constant communication through unlimited transcendental bliss and knowledge. And the bona fide spiritual master can transmit this sound vibration of bliss and knowledge to his disciple. Just as a radio broadcasts mundane news, the bona fide guru broadcasts the news from Vaikuntha. This is confirmed by Niradama Dasafakura, Galakara Pramadana, Harinamasankirtana. The spiritual master also transmits to the disciple the holy name of Krishna, which is non-different from Krishna himself. The bona fide Gura informs his disciple that every living entity is qualitatively one with the Supreme Lord but quantitatively different and thus engages the disciple in the loving service of the Lord. Because the living entity is qualitatively one with the Lord and is part of him, there is an eternal loving relationship between them. And because the living entity is quantitatively different, that relationship is eternally one of service. According to Srila Bhaktisadhanta Sirasvati Thakura, even though one may have the good fortune to accept a bona fide, highly qualified guru, if one maintains a taste for fruitive activities or mental speculation one's advancement will be checked. But if a serious student surrenders to a bona fide spiritual master there is absolutely no impediment to the transmission of perfect knowledge and bliss in the devotional service of the Lord. SB 11.3.22 Text 22 Text. Tatra Bhagavatam Dharman Sixth Gurvatmadevatahanayan of Rataya Yastu Sidhatmadmaduharah. Word for word meanings. Tatra, there, in the association of the spiritual master, Bhagavatam Dharman, the science of devotional service, Sixit, should learn, Guratmadevatah, he for whom the spiritual master is his very life and worshipable deity, Amaya, without deceit, Anavrataya, by faithful service, yea, by which, devotional science, to see it, can be satisfied, Atma, the Supreme Soul, Atmadah, who bestows his own self, Harry, Lord Harry. Translation. Accepting the bona fide spiritual master as one's life and soul and worshipable deity, the disciple should learn from him the process of pure devotional service. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Harry, the soul of all souls, is inclined to give himself to his pure devotees. Therefore, the disciple should learn from the spiritual master to serve the Lord without duplicity and in such a faithful and favorable way that the Supreme Lord, being satisfied, will offer himself to the faithful disciple. PURPORT According to Srila Sridharasvami the Lord's tendency to give himself to his pure devotee is demonstrated in the case of Bali Maharaja, who sacrificed his universal kingdom for the pleasure of Lord Vamanadeva. Lord Vamana was so pleased by the selfless surrender of Bali Maharaja that the Lord became the doorman in the palace of Bali who was reinstalled as a great leader in the universe. Srila Jivagasvami comments that the spiritual master is to be considered the Atma, or the very life, of the disciple, since real life begins when one is initiated by a bona fide spiritual master. Although one may experience many seemingly wonderful or important events in a dream, one's real life begins when he wakes up. Similarly, since the spiritual master gives birth to the disciple by awakening him to spiritual life, a bona fide disciple understands that his spiritual master is the very basis of his life. According to Srila Jivagasvami, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the reservoir of all pleasure, and thus the Lord's giving himself to a pure devotee indicates that such a devotee becomes immersed in the highest possible ecstasy. In this connection there is the following Sruti Mantra, Ananded Dimini Budini Jaint. Indeed, it is from the all-blissful Supreme that all these creatures have come into being. 
Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura has further pointed out that when the Lord bestows his own self upon a pure devotee such a fortunate devotee can actually see the Lord, touch him and directly engage in his service. According to Srila Bhaktis and Hantasirasvati Thakura, one should never consider one's spiritual master to be mundane or on an equal level with one's self. One should see the spiritual master as being always under the shelter of the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. One should never try to engage the spiritual master in one's personal service with the mentality of lording it over the spiritual master and attaining through him some material gain. One who is actually advancing will become more and more eager to serve the spiritual master, and thus such a disciple experiences the pleasure of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Srila Rupa Gosvami has delineated four preliminary requisites. 